Lance Armstrong was on Oprah last night on the Oprah network, which is called OPN, not to be confused with her other network, which is just called O. I don't think Or is she it has... Lifetime? Those are not hers. Are you sure Lifetime is not Oprah's network? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say it is. Uh, it's like when you hear a song that sounds like it's from the 60s, and you're not sure who, who it is and it has harmonies in it, 99.9% it's the Beatles. So I just assume it's the Beatles <laughs> until I find out that it's, uh, you know, uh, Simon in, and Garfunkel. Or I typed something. in Oprah on Google. I typed in Oprah owns, and the first one that comes up is Oxygen. <laughs> okay, Oxygen. So, oh, that was, o, uh, okay. which is Oxygen. Oxygen, Same that's thing. hers. And then the other things were Oprah owns KFC, Oprah owns an island. <laughs> Oprah runs an island. I think she does. Wow. Anyway, so that's solved. I would I would buy an island. Okay. Also, I have a proposition for Monday's show that I would like to run by you. A proposal or air. a proposition? Uh, I'm worried about that proposal. guy not being on quit today. No, I'm already worried. I've already uh, taken care of it. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Um. Continue. Uh, so uh, uh, Lance Armstrong was on this OPN network. OWN? OWN. Own. What did I yes. say? OPN? Yeah. OPP? <laughs> Lance Armstrong, uh, in, in the beginning of this interview, Oprah comes out initially and says, I'm going to ask you some yes or no questions. Yes. First of all, I would also like to say that the Oprah, the way she handled the whole, well, half, because we only have seen half, half of the internet. Yeah, second half is tonight, right? Right. The was so she wasn't calm in the sense that she was like I'm interviewing this person it was more she seemed offended in the sense that just like we feel offended and betrayed and I liked that she portrayed that she was do you feel that way do you feel that that's how she I mean, asked I, these I, questions she had yeah she had a little bit of her blood. Her blood got boiling a couple times. Yeah, she I saw had it. Uh, the correct amount of journalistic, journalistic detachment. Yes. However, she allowed her own personality and sense of what was is right it and morals wrong. or right. ethics. No one mm-hmm. has responded to that uh, to come out. I don't want to give it away, which it is morals or ethics, because right. we're still waiting for our five paragraph essay competition mm-hmm. to conclude. Do on do on by Monday. Do on Monday. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. And um, I would like to start out and say, uh, secondly, that on Monday's show is, do you know anyone that is a body language expert? Do I personally, other yes. than myself? Other than yourself, yes. No, I don't need anyone else. I'm complete. Uh, I I would like to talk to someone that is a body language. You may talk to me at will. Expert. You may talk to me at will. Uh, because I. I was watching this from a standpoint that, okay, Lance is always in front of the camera. He always has been, you know, with the Tour de France interviews. And not only has he been confident, extremely confident in all of these interviews, but he has also lied straight to our faces over and over and over, over and, and over and over again. and over again. And he seemed very, we've be- we believed him. We the the world. I'm not saying you and I. The world believed him. Not never believed him. Well, that, then you're special and smart. I just read the his wor- body language simply. Okay. 
from a body language standpoint, this Lance in this interview was mm. completely different. Do you feel that that's because he 100% is finally telling the truth? Different. Finally telling the truth. Um, yes, but I have more to say okay. about that. Yeah, you, you showed me the notes that you took uh, I have while you were watching, and you yes, did take me... a lot of notes. So a little background information. We're not going to recap what Lance stated. No, 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 no. No, but background information in case you don't know about Hattie. Oh, yes. Hattie, born and raised here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved uh, all her life. The Tour de France. Watching the Tour de France. Because we got to, for two reasons, we like to see uh, all the aerial shots of the countryside of France and everything. And also, it was, uh, it's a sport that I enjoy watching. And for, for so many other reasons, we wanted to root for Lance Armstrong. Not only is he representing the United States, which mm-hmm. is, you know, which is great, best country ever. But here he is a, a local, even though he's from Plano, and not from but he, Austin. He, he's, he's a local and he's also... He lives in Austin. And he is a... What did I write down? He's he's uh, someone who has defied all the odds mm-hmm. in our eyes. Yeah. From an outsider standpoint. For sure. He, you know, he dealt with cancer and everything and yet still continued to win all these tours and everything like that. Um. And also, I have many friends that worked for the Livestrong Foundation. I, my parents have been to the Livestrong Benefits. All of this stuff. We've put in a lot of time, effort, and care into all of this. So, uh, but his entire countenance has changed in the interview. He's very hunchy, and he sits with one leg over the other, which I need to... Uh, Dan, what does that mean? Does that mean anything? I mean, it can mean something. I think the overall body language is as more important than the specific was one leg over the other. But I think what you're identifying is he was chewing on his mouth the whole yeah, time. He, he had his, his mouth. He had his two uh, his finger over his mouth mm-hmm. a lot. Kind mm-hmm. of don't like. I guess that's don't say or I shouldn't say. Right. Or, I mean, all of those things that you think of as human gestures of things that that you would do. Was he was he protecting himself? Was he kind of curved curled in up like that because he was? Well, what they call is they call that, and it, it could be protective gesture. It could also be a self reassuring. Gesture. Right, like a, a, a self hug, kind right, of. It's right. okay. It's you all going to be okay. You ever watch Nixon, Nixon's uh, speech mm-hmm. where he's standing there and behind him, he's got his hands behind him, and the whole time he's he's, he's doing crossing this. and rubbing and, his thumbs. And that that gesture of having your hands behind your back in it's, a way, I it's have like, nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. But then he's doing this reassuring gesture, and on it's himself, behind his back. Behind his back, uh-huh. he's keeping something behind. I his love back. body language. All of those things way. are things to think about. So I think you've you've identified some very important things. Yeah. With the way that Lance was was sitting, uh, he also had uh, he spoke very differently. He spoke very differently, and one of the things that I noticed he said over and over again uh, was he would use the phrase "listen." Yes, I know, and I didn't like that as someone who listen, li- right. Hattie, listen, listen, listen. It was very defensive. It's defensive, and at the same time, it's it's almost like he's trying to control the interview, the interview, and the conversation. He it, instead of just being responsive and saying to Oprah, yes. she asks a question. Yes. yes, I would like to say, you know, she'll ask him a question, and he'll kind of listen. Listen. I'm going to tell you the answer the way Which I want to tell you. Is not a good tactic if you're I don't trying feel that he to. He was lying. No, I don't think. Okay, this is. I don't think he lied in that interview at all. Really, I think. Uh, but what I do think is that he. It doesn't seem to me that he feels very bad about the whole thing. This to me seems more like I've been caught. 
whew, glad that's finally off my back. Mm. I can kind of relax now. Mm. And what a couple of tweets from uh, that I thoroughly enjoyed mm-hmm. reading throughout this entire thing as I was I was reading the tweets and watching the show and all of that uh, was um, Ina Freed, I believe is how you say the name. Yeah. Yes. Had the best tweets, I think, that I saw about Lance and everything going on. Hold on. I'm trying to find my, my favorites. Where is it? Okay. You can talk while I look for this. What? What? Um, no, Why are you, you staring want, at me like I that? I just, I didn't know what was going on there. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, this uh, is your part. This is your thing. I don't want to jump in. No, no, no. You have opinions too. Go. No, I agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, this is, it, it was a very interesting interview because there were parts of it where he, you know, like, I don't, I agree with you in that I don't think that he lied during the interview. I still think that he was very careful about his answers, which makes sense. I don't blame him for that. I found the tweet. Uh, I'd respect Armstrong more for coming clean if he'd done it when he still had something to lose. Right. As as it is, he only stands to gain. And that is that's not Ina Freed, actually. That is uh probably Matt Honan. <laughs> um but that makes so much sense because he he's already been stripped of his titles. He's completely retired now from cycling. He it's kind of just his reputation, which I don't think that he now he really cares about at all. He seems very I'm trying to think of how to how to say it. He's he doesn't seem sorry to me. He just doesn't. He seems more like and every every response he had was very Matter of fact, it didn't, and I will obvious, say, and what? I will say that it did not seem rehearsed to me. No, no, his answers did not seem. And I rehearsed. don't think he knew any of, well, meant or many of Oprah's questions. I mean, I'm sure I he knew what he just expects ma- certain questions, right. but I agree. I don't. I also, there was, I don't think there he was had a couple that really cut, caught him off guard. Which one was it? It was uh, when they were talking about being a bully. Mm. She asked him a question and he like looked at her like, oh my gosh, I don't have an answer. And like a kid in class, you know, that Mm. like fear on the (laughs) face. And he, he stuttered and he looked down and he kind of, um, well, what was the question? Do you remember? Oh gosh, no, it was, but it was during that part that completely, uh, you know, and the other, the other time that really got to him and that I liked when they did this in the mm. interview is when they played a clip of him lying straight to in the camera one, and yeah. they showed him watching himself mm-hmm. lie. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I was, I need, I need to watch that part again. But you know, to watch his face, that part seemed rehearsed to me like, hmm, inquisitive yet also, how could I do this to these people? Mm. That, that seemed kind of rehearsed to me. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to watch yourself lie that that great, and he got away with it, yeah. and to watch yourself. See, again. I don't. I think personally, when I remember seeing that interview back then, and I remember uh, thinking at the time, "Well, look at his body language; he's lying." You can you can see all kinds of things mm-hmm. that, for example, there are different kinds of cues that a person can send when when they are saying when they are saying something to you. Okay, I had to look at, watch me do this. When if I'm saying this to you, something to you, mm-hmm. 
and saying, that is true. What am I doing? Describe oh, what I'm right. doing. Oh, right. Your head is I'm going shaking side my to head. side, no. which is a no You're actually gesture. saying no. You're actually saying... So there are all these little things that he did in that old interview that if you watch it, mm-hmm. a person who understands body language would would immediately be able to tell you, no, he's he's not being completely truthful about that. Because... And you can watch, they call them micro expressions. Oh, my gosh. Uh, lie to me. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that mm-hmm. show? That's That show is completely... It's with uh, Tim Tim Roth. And uh, he, oh my gosh, that was my favorite show ever. But it was all about micro expressions, right, the whole show. Right. And uh, they would constantly during a during a uh, an episode, they would reference either politicians or people that have been in court and interviews and things like that, doing the exact same face or you know biting side of the mouth or like clenching your teeth, or, you know, like all this different stuff. It's so great, great, great show. It ended. I'm depressed. Mm. Um. You'll be all right? Yes, I'll be okay. Uh, I don't think he hates himself. I don't think he really feels that bad. I think he feels worse that he got caught finally. Or that okay, he had, okay. this a question that I he had to admit that he was caught and that he did do something wrong. Um, they also, she asked him at the end, oh, when Oprah was very, very completely taken aback. Yeah. Uh, that he didn't know it was this big of a deal. Do you remember that part? I do remember that part. And she's like, how could you not know? How he's like, well, I know? didn't know. He's just like, oh, I just didn't know. I don't believe me. that. Yeah, I don't believe that. I either. don't believe that. I don't know what to believe, but I know I don't believe it. Yeah. Uh, but he did get very uncomfortable when she did accuse him of when she was so taken aback. That did. You know, he got very uncomfortable. Uh, I think he also viewed it. I remember when they were talking about. um if he felt like he was cheating. Remember right. she asked him. And I think that the way he didn't say this, this is not a quote, but I think that the, what he was trying to say was he didn't feel like he was cheating because everyone was doing it or the majority, let's say. Let's yeah. That was in a very, I thought that was a very good question. Oprah asked, I believe she said, did you, did you feel like you were cheating? Did you feel like you were doing something, something wrong? wrong? And he chose not to answer the, are you, were you doing something wrong? Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was weird. That was very, very weird that he brought, that he wouldn't answer if it was wrong. Now, I don't know if someone coached him on that to say, if you get asked a moral question, mm-hmm. don't answer that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's one of these things where like you're driving on the highway and yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking yeah. about the interstate. Mm-hmm. You're driving on the interstate and the speed limit's 65. And everybody else around you is going 70, maybe even 75. Is it okay to go 70 if everyone else is driving 70? Right. Oh, I was moving with the flow uh, of traffic. The flow of traffic. Well, if the right. cop stops you and that's your answer, you're still getting it. You're tick. the only one being pulled over. The other people didn't get pulled right. over. You so know? is it your responsibility to drive at the posted speed limit even if everybody else is doing more? And that was another line of questioning that Oprah asked, and this is why I bring this up. I think up. I know which one you're going to talk about. Yeah, because where she's saying, did you make the other people on your team, team. Dope. Dope. Were right. you cr- were, and 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 it was very interesting the way that sh- that she asked it, and also the way that he answered it, because yeah. what she was kind of saying was, "Hey, um, you know, back to the bullying. Kind how of thing. could you not if you are the team captain and you're making it clear that you guys are here to win, 
and you're doping and these other people are doping and you're making the dope available to the other people and saying, you guys kind better of, be fit and strong and win. If you want to be a winner, I'm I mean, a winner. Of course they had to do it. Right. And, and that's where she's like, yeah. oh, isn't this just semantics now? Right. And then he got all weird again. Well, he's like, well, I never gave the definitive command to Yeah, them but you to- can bully and peer pressure somebody into doing it or... If this that's would be the same, really okay, what you want to you know, do. You know what this would be like? This would be like if you're sitting there and you're a corporate stooge. See, quit. Mm-hmm. You're a corporate stooge and you're sitting there and you guys have a project you're trying to get done. And mm-hmm. your boss is sitting there in the meeting room where you guys are all sitting there working. And uh, you look up at the clock and you say, oh, man, it's already 630. And the boss is like, I'm not leaving until we get done tonight. And the other people in the room are like, yeah, I'm staying until we're done. And the boss is like, it's but teamwork, can- guys. Good teamwork, guys. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, John, you can, you can go ahead and leave and you need to leave. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's cool. Well, it's guess like, what? It's well, not cool. Right. And he never, he was not. Well, he never said you must stay. No, but, but all of us are staying. Right. So it was a, it was an unspoken. Uh, one, time, one time I went on a trip uh, for work mm-hmm. and we were going to, you know what? I don't want to say too much about this, but I'll just say okay. it was, we were going on a trip to a small conference to see a, a small conference. It mm-hmm. was like a day long conference. And I said, uh, can I, can I get in like late the night before mm-hmm. and leave late the night of, of the conference or the next morning early? And my boss said, uh, yes, you may do that. And, you know, be, instead of staying like an extra whole extra two nights or something, but they're like, oh, of course you can do that. If you'd like, you'll just miss all of the events before and after which uh, are the team building exercises. But yeah, you can do that. See, I hate, Oh, that frustrates me. Well, so you much. know what the team building exercises were? We went to barbecue, which was all right. And we went to Fry's, the electronics store. Those were the team building exercises that we did that I had to but stay he, to. But he made for. you feel like you were missing out and choosing not to be part of the team. It was nice to hang out with the guys mm-hmm. and see the other people that I work with that I don't get to see that much. But you know what? Like it would have been much easier on my whole life and family if I had been able to right. just maybe do one last night. But it's yeah. that kind of thing. And that was a it's little that, thing. Yeah. They're not even talking about winning a, a, a huge freaking race. It's just little. Th- it's that. It's that unspoken pressure like that. Uh, okay, remember, we got two minutes. Oh, remember when uh, she asked him? She was like, "Do you feel embarrassed? Do you feel like?" Because he has no responses at all, like a robot. And he was like, uh, "Yes, Oprah, I feel embarrassed and other stuff or something like that." Like he, that's the only one that he chose out of her line of. She was like, "Do you feel embarrassed or wrong or like betrayed or you know like all?" She just did a whole string of of different feelings that he might be feeling and he only chose embarrassed that was it yep uh so i thought that was weird uh i like to quote from there that said winning was kind of phoned in yeah what did that even mean that winning was he didn't have to try to win win. he expected to win win. not even expected he knew he was going to win Mm -hmm. he just knew it um and I think, uh, and I think I've said this before. Um, I think how we all are feeling, and I don't, I don't speak for the world, but I know how I'm feeling is betrayed. Betrayed is the word because we, w- I wanted to believe in someone who, like I said, had defeated all the odds, been through hard times. One thing that was interesting is she said, "Would it have been possible for you to, to win if oh, you had not?" Done right, it and at he that said he was evasive. I think he said something like, well, I didn't dope in 2005 or 2009 or something like that. And then he said, uh, and 
and I came in third. So I don't know. He didn't, you know, like like you said, he didn't come out and say that. Mm-hmm. But I believe that he still would have done extremely well because mm-hmm. he is a good athlete, regardless of doping and all that. He is a good athlete. We'll never know how good. No, we'll no, never know how good. Uh, remember, he also did not dope the year that he came in 23rd. So right. we don't know. Uh, Maybe he'd always have been 23rd. Right. So that's strange. Um, are you glad that this has all come out for the better? Now, okay. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase this. Am I glad? Are you Are you repeating uh, a question that was asked? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to phrase this. I... I'm sad to find out that someone that I believed in was lying. Right. The way I operate is I personally wish, you know, that this had never happened, that this had obviously that he had never doped. But for me to, for someone to look up to think of all the people who is, you know, their lives have been changed mm-hmm. because of him, mm-hmm. Liz strong foundation, all of this. And it's all based on a lie. I feel bad and I wish that I almost wish that the lie had kind of continued Mm. in a way because then, I mean, obviously I don't want a lie to continue, but you know what I mean? In a, in a sense of feeling and these people's lives that, you know, what, gosh, what, what am I trying to say? This kind of like innocence is bliss. Hmm. What do you think about that? And I think that's all notes. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And it's probably a good point to, to end it on too, is that were, were we all better off? Were we all better off? Like good, now we all know he's not lying. Knowing. Not knowing or are we better off knowing that he was lying? I mean, I, here's, here's what I think about. And this is going to sound really like overly sentimental. Mm-hmm. You know, but Im- imagine I'm a parent. I have two kids. And both of them are too young to understand any of this, these issues. Okay, but what if my, what if my kid uh, was interested in bike riding because of Lance Armstrong? And right. it was his hero. I, I can guarantee you there's thousands and thousands of thousands of riders who are inspired by Lance Armstrong. And isn't that great? Now we have athletes that are pushing themselves harder be- and, you know, and trying to be like Lance and perform at high levels and beat the odds and you know all of that that now, has a better how explain, outcome how do you explain this to your kid how do you say oh remember remember this guy who's your hero who you have a poster of on your wall well, who you wanted the same exact bike as you've worn you the bracelet it, for 10 years yeah that guy he didn't actually ever win any of those yeah, things. yeah that was all a lie yeah he lied uh underscore funk said something very uh eloquent in the chat room he said uh, the hope from the power of the lie is more powerful than the truth in a positive light. I think that sums it up perfectly. You can gain more by believing the lie. Like, I guess in a way you can gain. I think, first of all, I think the truth is much more important than the ignorance is bliss kind of thing. So I would say, yes. I think we're all better off for knowing this. I think we would have all been better off if he hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think him getting away with it and it never coming out would have been better than than it coming out. I wish it had come out five years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, I think the fact that it went on so long, yeah. and I think seven Tour de France's, and now, Shameful. I mean, 
we'll cover this in Monday's episode because I know we have to yeah, go. Yeah, well, we have to go and there's going to be the second half. So right. on Monday, right, we can right, come right. back Save with some. more. So I want to talk about on Monday about how the other other writers feel mm-hmm. and also the use, not so much the politics behind it, of course, but the use of performance enhancing drugs within sports. Yeah. Because it seems to me that in the all, well, that in every sport, there is rampant drug use. And any high performance athlete that is winning, yeah. as you say, uh, gets attacked immediately. And now this kind of makes everybody question even the people that may not be lying. Exactly. And I'll tell you what, I even have a, a response. And my response is, mm-hmm. let them dope. Let them all dope. Let everybody dope and figure it out. I and mean, we'll talk about that Monday. Maybe yep, I'm crazy. I think that sounds all right, interesting. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back thanks, Monday, guys. 10 a.m. Eastern time.